is Taking Action Today with Michael Alder, episode 41. Today, we will be escaping the real estate newbie zone. What's up, everybody? You remember Justin Wilmot. We had him on a few weeks ago. And when I was actually searching his name in iTunes to find out more information on him, I came across Chris Bruce. Now, we all talk about taking action today, but Chris is the real deal on that. His story is beyond inspiring. So I'm super excited to have him in on this one. And we're going to dive right into it. Chris, welcome to the show. All right. Thanks, Mike, for having me. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate your time. Now, if you don't mind, before we get into all these details that I'm dying to ask, will you take us back and tell us how you got started investing in real estate? Definitely, definitely. Well, um, I actually got started in real estate back in 2006. It was my first time I had bought a property uh, in Detroit, Michigan, on the east side of Detroit. And I didn't know what I was doing. I was buying it for rental purposes because that's what everyone told me that you're supposed to do is buy rental homes to build wealth. And not being informed and educated, I ended up losing that house when the market crashed to foreclosure. So I had a $90,000 mortgage debt foreclosure uh, on my credit. So I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, but I, I knew that real estate was you know, a profession that made a lot of billionaires. And so I knew, knew, knew that somehow I was going to get back into real estate. So fast forward about three years uh, later, I ended up coming across the guy that was in my market and he was advertising, flipping bank-owned properties, which most people know as REOs. And so I decided to invest in this, of course. Um, I, I didn't have the money, so I had to borrow it from my girlfriend at the time. And she put it on a credit card, and I got started flipping REO properties. Um, I made a lot of mistakes, be 26 to be exact. <laughs> and um, once I flipped that first deal and made $5,000, I was hooked, and I kept going. No, I'm glad you covered that there because most people come out swinging with all the, I did this and that and it was great. <laughs> and, you know, my story totally resonates with yours because I went through some ugly rental properties back in 01, lost them to foreclosure, but yet I knew real estate was the answer. So I stuck with it. Um, you just said 26 mistakes. So can you t- dive into that a little bit with sure, us? Well, basically, you know, I had this course and it was a, it was a great course. Um, most, I don't know if most listeners that might know this course, but it's called REO Rockstar. Okay. Yeah. Um, yep. And so I, I, I invested in that course. Um, and it, back then that's when it was, uh, it was one of those courses where you actually got it in the mail with DVDs and, and stuff like that. So it wasn't mm-hmm. digital. And so I dived into the course, but I was still left stuck on like knowing how to really pull comps, you know, knowing what areas to focus on and, and knowing the market research. And since I did it, um, and I w- didn't really have anybody to talk to. I just had to keep going through the course. I was just going out there taking action. So I was going out, putting these contracts in with these realtors and just trying to, <laughs> it was funny. I-, I remember one time I put a deal in the contract and I really tried to sell it in the weekend because I knew that the contract said that I had a 10 day inspection period. Mm-hmm. So I always tried to sell my properties before they, you know, were asking for the deposit. <laughs> and, um, I, I totally just put 26 deals in the contract and not one of them closed. It was always something I was off of my numbers. Um, sometimes I got them to areas where no one wanted to to invest in um, and just making a whole lot of mistakes. I almost even lost a thousand dollar deposit that I had put up, you know, and and so every single time, you know, I, I got smarter. I learned from something and I didn't give up. I stayed persistent um, because I knew that you know, one day my time was going to come. And, and and so I just kept with it. But I can tell you, Mike, man, it, it was a lot of times I wanted to give up. 
No, I mean, that's key that you shared that there. I mean, 26 times. Most people go once, maybe twice, and then they throw in a towel. They say, this doesn't work. You went 26 times to get your first 5,000. Tell me about that 5,000. Let's get that win. Man, so I remember uh, finally I, I, I had talked with a guy um, that told me that, you know, it's easier for me to partner up with someone that already had a buyer uh, to, to, to do the deal. And so I went up and, and, and I had got this deal under contract. Uh, it was REO. And I had found another investor that, that did have a buyer uh, for it. And we ended up, we were supposed to make 10 grand. So we ended up splitting it. And I remember walking to that title company and it was just like, wow, this is really happening. Like I really signed signed everything over and they handed me that $5,000 check. And it was like a reality check for me. Like, man, this stuff really works. And I was addicted from then. That was the magic. The music started playing right when you picked up the check and <laughs> <laughs> little lights going. That's awesome, man. Great story. So what year was that when uh, you got your first win there? 2009. Yeah, 2009. Okay. Yeah. But I, it was 2009 when I first got that uh, check. And, and from there, I was like, okay, it's time to, to keep going. So you knew at that point, you know exactly what you're doing um, and you're ready to scale your business. Uh, share some steps with us. How'd you move forward from there and start growing? Definitely. So what I did was I said, okay, after those, you know, 26 failures, I finally had closed that deal. I knew that I really need to the right proper mentoring. Um, so I kept going, I kept putting in offers, building in relationships with realtors at the time. And I b- believe there was two more deals that I closed and I was able to have enough money to afford a mentor. And that was really the key. Um, I, I knew that there was a lot of missing things that weren't in courses. And I tell everybody courses are great. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's good to invest in your education. And some people can learn really good at you know, at just going over a course, but a lot of times you're still gonna need that guidance. And that's what I was missing. So once I was able to hire a mentor, I was able to see that, all right, I need to be a lot precise, more precise when it comes to when I'm putting these offers in, going after properties uh, that are in areas where a lot of cash buyers want the deals, number one. Mm -hmm. And number two, I had to have a strong offer. So even though it might've been advertised on MLS for $50,000, you know, I, I need to come in at a way lower offer um, in order for it to to sell, because these were deals that were readily advertised on, on MLS, and so my offer had to, when I'm presented to a buyer, need to be definitely lower than what you know the price was on MLS. And so, those are some of the things that I learned with um, getting a mentor, and um, that's what helped me to, to to get to the next level. Nice. Yeah, I'm glad you covered that there. Because I mean, I honestly, I still buy programs to this day, because I'll say you don't ever know everything about the business. And I still hire mentors to this day, because um, it just pushes you to keep growing, you know, keep yes. setting the bar higher. So as you're growing your business, you have your new mentor, we fast forward, you're, you know, 2009, you're starting to scale. Um, yep. Tell me what about your business today? What does it look like right now? Definitely, definitely. So as I started to scale and things started to switch, especially with the market, and uh, this really can help a lot of investors now, um, REO started drying up. And so I started to go after off-market properties. And the thing was, is that I wasn't a marketer. I, I really didn't know too much about marketing at all. And my mentor told me that I had to study marketing. And so what I started to do is I started to uh, study other marketers. I started to do a lot of direct response marketing, started to do direct mail, um, starting to go out to Apsty owners. I learned how to advertise and market to probates, um, as well as evictions. 
and code violations as well. And so I started to do a lot of marketing and I started to deal with uh, off market properties with direct with homeowners. And another thing that I had to get over, another hump I had to get over was pretty much learning how to be comfortable with talking with the homeowner, Um, learning how to persuade them in a way, but but really just providing a lot of value to them and letting them know that I was going to make sure I was going to buy their property and uh, provide them with a solution to whatever their you know problem that they were having. And so fast forward on, um, I've been able to do that in seven different markets, uh, not just in my home Tampa market that I'm in. And it was basically right now, uh, I'm in right now, three different markets. I'm in Dallas, 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 Texas, Jacksonville, Florida, as well as the Tampa market. Um, but I've done deals uh, all across from, from Miami to Orlando, uh, to other states as well, to Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, it's just now I've been able to really build up a business where I have teammates. I have different people uh, that can be my eyes and, and boots on the ground and still be able to get the business done and still make money. Hey, you covered so much awesomeness right there. I want to, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm in the Cleveland market. I'm just now tapping into the Florida market. So going virtual really is new for me. And I know it's the hot, hot topic right now. Um, yes. Can you break it down for us? Share some strategies that you sure. use. Like you said, you're in Dallas, uh, you know, selling properties or Atlanta. How would you go about that? Sure, definitely. Well, the first thing you need to do is, is that in order for you to be to and go to go into a virtual market, you're going to need a uh, somebody what you call boots on the ground. Okay, so it could be an acquisition manager. Sometimes that's what a lot of people call them, um, or just some type of partner that's going to be there for you to uh, handle putting the lock boxes on properties, showing the properties, getting pictures of the properties, videos, or even putting up badges signs. And so, one thing you can do. Uh, is you can go out and find this person on Craigslist. If you don't have a friend uh, or you know someone in that area that you're investing, that you want to invest in virtually, you could put an ad on Craigslist and you can, I believe it's, I'm trying to remember what section it was. I want to say it's the labor's gig section um, of of Craigslist. And that's where you can put an ad out, just try to find someone uh, to to just even take pictures and, and videos and be your acquisition manager. And after you get that person, um, we typically pay people anywhere from $25 to $50 uh, to put out pictures and stuff like that. If we have them do more, uh, we'll bring them in maybe and give them like 10% of the deal. Um, So that way it's a little more incentive for them to to work all our office. They're going to work on your behalf. Exactly, exactly. Uh, And once we have that, uh, then it's really just learning the market. Um, We usually partner up with uh, realtors. And we try to find in those different markets and work with them to uh, get some type of MLS access from them or at least just be able to come confide with them when we need comps and stuff like that. If not, like right now in Dallas, we're just using RealQuest. Uh, we have a subscription to there so that way we can get the comps. And RealQuest is pretty much similar uh, to MLS. And so after we have our database where we can find out how's the market, the, the hot areas of that market, we have someone on the ground. From there, it's just, we just hit the ground running with direct mail. And uh, we blast out a lot of direct mail uh, to APSI owners, high equity, free and clear vacant leads, um, any type of leads that we can get our hands on. Tax defaults is another one we go after. And uh, we just start to sift through, through through the leads and figure out which ones are motivated, which ones we could put deals together. And uh, our acquisition manager is the one that kind of handle everything on the ground for us. So that's what you want to do when building up a team um, and, and going virtual is, is have a good acquisition manager. Um, if you have a good realtor 
And um, you can really do this business virtually from anywhere. And then you can bring people, let other people on as well, too, uh, to start growing to other people that we call bird, bird dogs. Most people usually call them. Uh, we call them lead finders. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can create those type of people in your business as well, too, to start bringing you more deals as well. That's awesome. And you you know, just laid that out in a super simple plan that anybody could take action. The yeah. one thing, what's your marketing resource you're using to tap into these markets? Uh, well, pretty much, like I said, what we do is uh, we usually will go on MLS. And so what I like to do is I like to really get a realtor. Um, and I'll just give you kind of a, a quick nugget where what we usually do. I, I like to befriend a realtor in, in that market. And so I'll come to them and I'll say, hey, my name's Chris Bruce. I'm not new to investing, but I'm new to this area. I'm looking to uh, get started in buying properties in your market. And I want to buy properties from you. I want to make you money. And so uh, the only thing is that since I'm new to this market, I really don't know the hot areas. So so that I can start buying properties from you, uh, I want to know if you could just send me a list of the recent cash sold homes in the past 90 days. And so when I come to a realtor with this, a lot of times they'll say, okay, no problem. They'll pull that list for me. They'll send it to me. Now I can really look at the last 90 days transactions cash and pinpoint those zip codes. Um, Another way, if you don't have access to MLS or you don't talk to a realtor, you can usually just go on uh, Google and type in that city heat map and Trulia should come up and you'll see a list of the uh, areas of Trulia and it'll tell you the prices of stuff or the heat map of that particular city. All right. So that, that's what I do to get the market research. Nice. And then as far as doing your direct mail, are you using like yellow letters for that or a list source? Or? Uh, yeah, it, it depends. Um, a lot of times since I go into the lower end, lower end areas, mm-hmm. I'll just send out postcards via click the mail. And we have a special postcard that we use. Uh, I guess it's a pretty good response rate. Nice. Um, but I also, when I go into like the middle income and, and the better areas, we just send out your letters. We use your letters, complete.com. Okay. So you got uh, the podcast, Escaping the yes. Real Estate Newbie Zone. I absolutely love the title. You have amazing guests on there. Tell me about this. What inspired you to get into this? Well, uh, Mike, I can tell you that for me, it was just, I knew the struggle of a lot of newbies. I was in different Facebook groups and I was getting emails and, and messages of people that were struggling, you know, and, and, and so I one day, I don't, I don't know, I can't even remember what I was doing exactly, but I was like, I want to do a podcast and I want to reach, you know, hundreds of thousands of people and get, you know, this message out to people of some different steps of how they could escape and get that, you know, beginner zone and get that first deal done. Uh, so I don't know, for some reason, I kept hearing newbie, newbie, newbie. And I was like, hmm. So I just thought of escape the newbie zone and um, I just went out. I bought the domain. Uh, we created the podcast and um, the rest is history. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I mean, You've laid it all out here. I mean, you take action on everything and you don't stop till you get success. I love it. Um, having the podcast, and I've seen your guest list, which is amazing. What has that done for you and your business as well? Yeah, well, definitely I can say that it has done a lot. Um, I've been able to uh, get speak on other platforms as well, uh, just from people, you know, being really, uh, I guess you can say, entertained and, and, and really informative from the podcast. Uh, it has brought my brand up too. I do have some trainings and coachings as well, and so I'm always a, a man that of that you have to uh, give. You know, um, this is the law. Can't even say the, the, the actual word. 
I know what you're saying. I can't say it either. I know what you're saying. I can never say that word (laughs) for the same reason. Uh, It's so hard. But anyways, I just, the the law of giving, you have to give, you know, in order for you to receive. And so for me, bringing on different guests on the podcast and, you know, just having different people share their story, uh, share things that's working with them, some of the struggles that they've been through and inspire other people. Um, it's really has brought a lot of people to me. Um, a lot of people have, you know, bought my trainings, bought my courses, and we have a lot of successful students, uh, from, from there as well too. So that's, that's pretty much what it's done for my business is just really grow my brand bigger. I have a a mission statement that I want to help $10,000, 10,000 people, excuse me, break into real estate. Wow. And so, you know, we're just getting started. Uh, but that's what our mission is. And, And the podcast has definitely helped us break out to those different areas because we have listeners in 90 countries, um, which is, is amazing and, and really humble, you know, humble me for me uh, that we have that many people listening. That's an amazing goal there. That's exciting. So tell me about your programs a little bit that you had mentioned. What, uh, what do you offer? What are you teaching in those? Definitely. Well, I have a few different trainings um, and, and they're for, you know, pretty much it depends on what level the person is specifically in. We have a course uh, on joint venturing, which to me, I believe that if you're brand new and you don't really have that many funds uh, to to play with, uh, you don't have any marketing money um, or any credit, I think that doing a joint venture deal is probably one of the fastest way to bring in money. So we have a joint venture training that really goes in detail uh, on, on how to joint do joint venture deals. Um, we also have a, uh, a training that we actually just released about a month ago. Uh, on how to really use Craigslist. A lot of people talk about Craigslist and how to get leads from it, but we've actually created a software where you can go out and bring in leads on autopilot, um, depending on whatever keywords you use. Uh, so if you want vacant leads, you can have them send you vacant leads to your inbox. Um, if you want uh, you know, someone that has must sell now in, in the title, that those leads will come to your inbox or even buyers. Um, so we have that program as well. And uh, we also have, which a lot of people really like, uh, which is our virtual, um, our virtual flipping riches 2.0. And that's where we actually teach people how to go out into these different virtual markets and invest, um, how to find these different realtors, how to set up your team and uh, how to do some SEO stuff to get on top of Google uh, for your Facebook fan page as well, too. Man, you covered all the hot topics there. I like that Craigslist <laughs> tip there too, because everybody's on Craigslist, but I mean, you can just scroll through there and see who's doing a horrible job and who knows what's going on. So that's yeah. good that you're covering that. Where can we actually find these programs at? Well, definitely. Um, I would say that uh, if you go into escapethenewbiezone.com, some of the programs I have that you, you can see on there, uh, if you go to escapethenewbiezone.com, just click on the product section. Some of them that we offer them, um, we on our webinar, again, we like to go ahead and give out value first. And if you don't want to join us, we have that opportunity towards the end. But uh, if you go to escapethenewbiezone.com, you can join my list. Uh, I have some free stuff I give away as well, too. Free contracts I give away. Um, and some other cool things as well. Man, it's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to suggest everybody gets over there. Check it out. You're offering a ton of value. You've been more than generous with your time and sharing uh, real strategies people could take action on today. One last time, where is the best place to connect with you? Well, definitely, I would say Facebook. Um, I'm always on my Facebook. Uh, so you can go to just look up Chris Bruce on Facebook uh, or 
You can find me on um, Periscope, uh, Detroit Mogul, or Instagram, Detroit Mogul as well. Nice. I'll link to everything in the show notes. Chris, I truly appreciate your time on this. This has been a blast. All right. Thanks, Mike, for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening in today. For more tips on real estate investing and creating streams of passive income, stop by michaelalder.com or connect with me on Twitter at michaelalder34, or you can find me on Facebook. All right, everybody. Thanks, and let's take action today. 